The Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Yes, welcome. This is Edinburgh Football Podcast. It's getting close to Christmas, but it wasn't a, an early Christmas present for our Hearts fans, unfortunately, at, at the weekend. Um, how are we, lads, though, Callum? Probably not too bad in Ross. You got over it? No, not really. Not really, not really. Well, we've saved you. We could have done the podcast uh, yesterday, but we gave you another 24 hours or so to get, get over it. But uh, yes, the agenda for tonight, we'll start with Hearts, of course, off the back of their Scottish Shh. Cup uh, defeat. And then on to Hibs, Embra City, and on to our lone league sides, Scottish Cup again this, this coming week. So plenty to talk about uh, there. So yes, we'll start with with Hearts, and we'll, we'll come to you, Ross. I suppose, what's the, the under... Sort of underlying emotion uh, that you still have is it one of pride or disappointment? Because I see a lot of pride from supporters online, but uh, if I was a harsh fan, I'd be almost bordering a little bit angry because I think Celtic would have been taken. Yeah, I'm sitting on the fence with that. I think definitely proud of the, the way they've they've shown resilience to come back uh, a couple of times, three times they've came back pretty much uh, into that game where I probably. Uh, any other one you're looking at the first half you're thinking this is going to be a cricket score the way it was starting to go at one point but I think they kind of dug in gave me two halves but I'm just, I was just disappointed with, we could have killed it off you've got to take chances in these games and Celtic were there for the taking you've got a couple of clear cut chances just never took them unfortunately and it came back to kill us and I think the fact that we we went ahead in that shootout as well Um that killed me towards the end. Just, I, I, I felt like crying at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. Mm-hmm. I was gutted. Yeah, I mean, we, we spoke a lot um, last week, of course, with the, with the, with the preview podcast, uh, Callum, and you know what? Tactically, um, second half was a, was a lot better. I thought Nielsen's subs were quite good in the game, but... First half, Hearts just did not do enough in that first half. They gave, I don't know if it was, it probably was more the players, but nobody was even putting a tackle in Callum. And listen, I get sitting off Celtic. I actually think, personally, I know a lot of the, the a lot of the guys last week are wanting Hearts to go at Celtic, but Celtic have struggled when teams have gone two banks of five, pretty much, and they, they can't seem to carve, carve them open. So I understand that, but Celtic were allowed to, to roam forward without anybody actually putting a foot in, and that that disappointed me. It took till half time for somebody to start putting actually putting a tackle in. It felt like. No, I think I think in the first half you had two challenges from Hearts players. One was Avi White on Christopher Iyer, and uh, there was the Halliday one on Brown. But realistically, that first half was. You had the next with as well, did you know? Ah, uh, um, I forgot. About yeah, but there's, there's bad. Yeah, I mean, there's there's bad tackles, but I mean. There was nobody. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Me, I. They were just they were just sitting. They were sitting off Celtic. They were they were not they were exactly they were not breaking up play. They were not trying to slow Celtic down. They weren't putting a foot in. They were, yeah, there was a couple of bad tackles in there. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Oh, oh, hold on. No, if you're saying putting a foot in, that's exactly what that is. Not enough. Not enough intensity in defence. Right. It was pa- no, I mean, passengers. Look, the first the first forty five minutes, Hearts could have been as well staying in the changing room. It was. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous to watch. I mean, you, you saw some of the like tweets. At, like you saw, you saw some of the tweets at half time. You saw like um, the messages that were going in the group chat, and it was just what, like, 
uh, what was going on? There was there was nothing. Yeah. Um, there was no positives to look to take from that first half. I, uh, you know, I, th- I think looking at it, there was there was people going, Nielsen, this is all your fault. And you just, I, I couldn't believe that there was no changes at, at half time. And when two minutes, then I mean, well, you didn't need a change, but the, the first half, I, I I don't think I've seen like so much sort of apathy in in a Hearts team in a cup. It was just like, oh, we don't care. Like we're not we're not up for this game in any sort of way. We're just gonna meh, you know, we're no bothered. And it just I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was watching. You know, I sat there going, like Hearts will kick into life eventually, but you know, Celtic strolled that first half. It was it was well, unbelievable. I, you know, the, and then um, Yeah, freedom of hand then for that whole first like, half. The, 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 the contrast between the first and the second half performances absolutely unbelievable I think there was a point um, I think I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if Hearts had got it back to two each or if it was still 2-1 but uh, in terms of pressing you know you had uh, well Ginelli was on the part so Ginelli was right up and then Hearts you could see were a good 15-20 yards further forward than they had been than they were in the first half you know mm. and Celtic had to go long you saw that Hazard a couple of times just put, kicked it straight out of play the balls weren't falling like Brown in the first half was able to come deep in between the centre halves pick up the ball from Hazard and then just drive forward 20-30 yards do nothing Ayer was marauding down the right hand side absolutely unchallenged it was like unbelievable that first half and then the second half it was like wait hold on this is when we'll start playing and yeah. you just thought yeah, it was incredible. Like the, the the absolute contrast, as I've mentioned, between the two uh, performances in either half was well, it was brilliant to see. Because if if you're watching as a Hearts fan and you're going, like I'd rather come back from two 0 down than throw away a two 0 lead, yeah, you know. Like, let's let's be honest. But um, I, I, can you imagine if fans had been there? Like Hearts probably would have been booed off at halftime. Like that's that, that's the level they, they of would performance. Have. Aye, they, they probably would have because like, it, it was gutless. It was a gutless yeah, performance not, in the first half. I'm not saying that like they should have been, but like they probably would have. But I mean, as soon as the boys go goes in, there would have been that little level that went around the heart support, and then the Celtic fans would have sort of gone, "Oh, hold on," mm. and the the backside would have probably started going like a rabbit's nose, probably not flapping <laughs> about, but <laughs> like realistically. <laughs> What, what Hearts did, they were the prey in the first half, but they were the predator in the second half, eh, Mark? <laughs> I was just literally about to say that, <laughs> I was going to write it back in. Because it was, it was a case of that, though. They were prey, they were getting picked off at the first half. Second half, God, A.D. White turned in a Lionel Messi on the left-hand wing uh, for that first half, but they were, I think I think the first half is what we said. They had... We said it on the preview that if you go at them, they'll start to crumble a wee bit. The first half, none of them put a foot wrong because they didn't have to do anything, really. The only bit of moment he thought, oh, was when Naismith got the ball from Smith through and Hazards came out for God God knows why he's came out that far yeah. out because I was there. Mm. And they've tapped in and you're thinking, right, aye, we know we can take them now. But... None of that happened. Second half, when he started to do it, you could see them all starting to fumble. And that keep, the keeper, he's not great, but he's, he's very inexperienced for that. And I think Hearts started to gather that and just put the ball in the mixer. Mm. That's all you need to do. I was really put impressed with um, 
I was actually really impressed with uh, Nielsen's substitutions during the whole game. And you could argue that his substitutions in the semi-final had a, had a massive impact as well. Um, so that's certainly uh, something to take going forward. But do you not feel a sense of disappointment, Ross? Because when 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 Hearts get it back to 2-2, I think me and Callum were talking during the game, it felt like Hearts almost settled for that a little bit. I kind of thought that Hearts could really have kicked on and actually won the game in 90. They almost let Celtic get a groove again. There's maybe a spell towards the end of the game where Celtic started to gain possession of the ball and started to dictate a little bit again. Um, I just thought Hearts could have maybe kicked on even further and actually won it in 90. I know Janelle had a couple of chances. I, I think I think personally that's down to fitness for all of it because I think they've came on, when Janelle came on, that was a perfect sub at that time. Mm. You needed that, what we said, is pace injection because we didn't have that. Uh, when he came on, he had someone running at the defence and they didn't know what to do with it because I thought Boyce and Naismith were excellent through the whole day the way that they played but I think they, they lacked that wee bit of creativity from someone like Ginelli. Um a bit of fortunate break of the ball when obviously it's, I don't know how but it slipped through the two centre-halves as if clattered into each other you've got you've yeah. got to finish that you've got to finish that finishes that it's, it's game over uh, and there was a couple of other chances but I, I don't know I, I think it was fitness towards the end I think they were all starting to lag. I think it was... I don't know how, because I don't think many of them done much at all in the first half, but second half, I think a lot of them ran into the ground at mm. times, and uh, he started to see that towards... Um, oh, weeks of time, anyway. Yep. They were starting to crumble. A lot of cramps taken in places. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of pride. You know, a lot of pride they can be taken. I mean, sitting there as a, a... You know, sitting watching the game, it, it just felt... It looked like a... Just an old... Old-fashioned, good football game. You have players winding each other up. You know, pl- players. You know, leaving foots in and 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 celebrating other people's faces and things. Oh, well, I, that's what's it was all... a great game for a neutral. Oh, man. brilliant! It was. You know what? And and it was actually. It was actually good to see. It was. You know, um, these things. I know it boiled over a little bit at the end, but I think that's probably nothing really in particular. But it was. It was quite good to see Callum. Just two teams, really going for it. Um, but disappointing at Hearts just in the end just didn't quite have enough in, in the penalties and you know I know players were kind of sla- uh, people were slagging off the penalty takers but for me you you know you you, you can have no complaints because no I'm not in the complaints but it takes a lot of bottle to stand up in a penalty shootout and if the keeper goes the wrong way and it goes in then it's a great penalty that that's just the nature of a, of a penalty shootout and I know Kingsley I never like someone taking a two step run up but if if Hazard goes the other way it's a, You're calling him Calm and collected Aren't you But fair play to the guys For stepping it's like, up It's like the Ollie Lee one It's like the Ollie Lee if, if If Hazard goes the right way You probably think That's a pretty poor penalty Just probably because The way that Naismith and Smith Have absolutely leathered it Yeah At the start yeah. In my opinion That's the way you should be Taking a penalty Leather it cause... There we are Yeah I mean I know that uh, I think we kind of spoke about it now But you know I think Hearts had big moments To, to win the game And they failed to to Janelli Ross and he came on he did look good didn't he he looked pacey uh, a couple of times though I think he took, he took the wrong option didn't he, he had one that was like a 3 on 3 for Hearts and he, and he had a shot and it went way over the bar aye, it was one there was aye, aye. and it was like 40 yards out play, play it to Naismith yeah. Naismith's well, running he was so far out it wasn't like was he was like 12 screaming at that aye. he was about 30 yards out and he just what sees tomorrow's back, day, back pages so he thinks I'm, I'm going to shoot here yeah. and you're like not at this what? stage in the cup final 
a lot of his shots went up high and wide. Mm. That one where he uh, cut back. The cut back one, yeah. I thought that was a corner. I thought that was a corner. Mm. I was sitting there going... I thought it was initially... Oh, there's, that, that's a corner there because... That's like, a, Oh. Had their chances. You know? chance. You had White in, had White their in there as well. Yeah. Whiting's chances, they missed it. But so, uh, the free say, kick in extra time, was it? Where, uh, was it extra time? But it was just sort of floated in. With the back post. Gets a wee nod on it. Yeah, um, I know. I know. And it just went past the far post. That was a bit. Just wasn't to be, I think, wasn't it? In the end, it, was, it just wasn't to be. Chances maybe I, just fall into the. If they they fall to 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 Naismith or 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 Boyce or something, then you maybe exactly. the name is on the trophy, but it just wasn't to be. But a lot of pride from the team. I think the way they the way they bounce back, yes. and it, it seems that what what I spoke about on the podcast last week, Ross. The last point, there does seem to be a real connection between manager and and players, and then the team and the fans. Yeah, I think there is. There's definitely a a real sense of togetherness in that squad now. I think. Um, there's a couple of the social media posts that I'm not usually too happy with after a defeat in a game like that, but you've got the likes of Jelly, who's on loan for this season, talking about how proud he is his teammates, um, uh, and a, a couple of others. But the, the thing I've liked the most is the fact that they've said, we're disappointed with that, we're gutted, but we push on and we go for the league now. And I think for me, that, that sets out what that team's objectives are and the they know exactly what's expected of them this season so yeah. Yeah. I think that that's brought the fans on board yeah. I think massively as well yeah. for me well from the second half onwards that's got to be the benchmark now Callum isn't it that's from half time for the rest of the game that's that's the benchmark now for Hearts for the rest of the season the problem is um, for, for me is that Hearts don't need to reach that level the rest of the season mm. in the league Hmm. In in their next what twenty twenty odd games in the league, they don't need to reach the heights of of that performance because, like, if they play like realistically, Hearts' first half performance, they probably beat seven or eight out of the teams hmm. in the in the championship. So, hmm. I mean, I think I think the fact that they've got that performance in the locker, you've seen it um, in the Scottish Cup this year against Hibs and against Celtic. What they have to do is get back, um, get further into the Scottish Cup in the next few rounds and so that they, they can use that performance. You know, because I would love to see you know, Hearts against an Aberdeen, etc., see where they are. You know that's that's what you've got to like judge them by the yardstick. You know because like they've got um, Hearts are going to come up next year. Probably going to keep the majority of the squad together, add a little bit of quality. So you've got to think that if they can keep that together, go next year. So you 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 want to see them maybe maybe get an Aberdeen or a Rangers in a Scottish Cup tie uh, later this no year. Rangers. Well, well, no, I mean, yeah. you want to you want to you want to play against the best. I mean, you've got to test ah, yourself. You know, so you've, you've, you've got to beat. You've got to beat the best. Like, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Like for chances of wanting to win the trophy, you definitely don't want Rangers. But um, I think that. You know, for for Hearts to gauge themselves, you know, because when Hibs were stuck in the Championship for the, for the eternity um, of those like three years, you know, like constantly were beating sides in the the Premiership. You know, Aberdeen, St Johnston, Ross County, etc. Then the United were all put to the sword while Hibs were in the Championship. So okay. that's what Hearts need to be doing. You know, getting into like the later rounds of cup competitions. Hearts to show as well. That, look, yes, we're we're just a we're just a Championship mm-hmm. side in name only. Yeah. Uh, good point you made on yes, that point. Well. That that takes us to our, our next point. Then it was you said about 
you know, for next season, I seen it was a, a tweet going round that kind of went a bit sort of Edinburgh viral, we'll call it, on our on our Twitter page was uh, players out of contract. So quite a number out of contract at the end of the season, Ross, and not many that you not many that you'd probably go, yeah, keep him, keep him, keep him. Yeah, I think what we were saying our good chat there. I think the, the three main ones that you're keeping are Kingsley, Smith, and Irvin out of that group they're, they're the three better ones there you've got a couple of experienced players you've got White there you've got Christoph Beran there you've got obviously Janelli his loan contract's ending um, but you've got two of the keepers in there as well so you've got Slamal mm. and Colin Doyle Harry Cochran for example in there as well so it'll be very interesting to see what Nielsen does with them with the contract negotiations, I believe there is a couple already in. Smith's already stated that he wants to sign a new one. Kingsley, I believe, is in talks. And Irvin, is, there was mention in the press a couple of weeks ago that we're looking to keep him. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens because I believe that, like, like the Cockney, he's out in Montrose, but I suppose he's doing very well this season out there. They're kind of picking up a lot of points at the moment. So I'm just hoping it's, it's an interesting one. I think for the next year as well, Next year we're going to have to be busy with a lot of contracts because there's about 15, 20 folk that are out of contract next year as well. So, mm. hey, funny looking look at the there. list of, of that full list of the squad. You know that are, that are contacted the club. There's some there that are still there for a good couple of years, and they're absolutely and nowhere. Lloyd Dumour yeah. is in twenty twenty three, and you're thinking that goes back to Levine question Why? 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 He was meant to be a six month loan, and he turned mm. in a four year deal. Yeah. Right, but. league action then. Air United this weekend. It's uh, back to winning ways in the league, isn't it? Has to be straightforward. Has to be. I think. I think um, it's it's a big ask for Hearts. I know that like we're talking about they should brush aside here, but um, after being crestfallen on Sunday, hmm. it's going to be tough to because normally there would be a full crowd at Tiny on Boxing Day, and the fans would. Like cheer them on to the part, let them know that it's fine about the Scottish Cup. So, but I mean, air are going to come and they're going to sit deep and they're going to try and make it, things as difficult as possible yeah. for Hearts. And it's it's going to be one of those games that Hearts, because like everything that they put into that cup final, and you know you kind of want to bounce back as quickly as you can. And it's just I don't know, I don't know. It could be a, an interesting game. I still think Hearts will win, and I'll still back them in the prediction. But I think that I think that this could be. I don't want to say a potential banana skin, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than mm. it should be. Do so you think like air getting yeah. air getting early goal in the first ten minutes, for example, you might? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think air will like look to get into Hearts half for the first like eighty minutes unless Hearts go in front. But, <laughs> but I think that they will. Aye, but like like Baz is saying, I think that they'll frustrate Hearts. They're looking to sit in mm. and then hit on the break if they can. Mm. But if they can't, just launch that and keep Hearts at bay for as long as they can and then Hearts will I don't know I don't know but I mean that's okay. aye. It, it will definitely be an interesting one because I'm worried about players fitness at the moment considering they've went a lot of these players that have played up till penalty shootouts mm. and then that's... having to go back into a game with what, a couple of days off well, maybe a day off, but back in the chain and stuff like that. But it'll be interesting. I just hope they keep the intensity of some levels in that because if they do, it'll be another Queen of the South score if they can like, keep that up. Looking, looking at it, Hearts, Hearts have played three lots of extra time already this season. You know that's mm. that's that's insane. 
we're like considering the season didn't start till what October. October like, that, like that's absolutely three lots of extra time in what eight weeks. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Right, enough of that. We're, we're, we're almost halfway through the podcast and we've got five other teams to talk about. So. I was enjoying that. Uh, there we go. Right. <laughs> on to the. Uh, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> on to the, the Green and White side of, of Edinburgh, then on to Hibs Callum. And, uh, well, that is going to be why Hibs, if that. Don't finish, not, don't finish in third place. Yeah. Will not, finish, will not finish above Aberdeen this season. They will not finish in top uh, third or above because. They just do not take chances when they come around. And when I, I was out for my birthday meal and I got in the car and I put the radio on, there was five minutes to go and the commentator said, how Hibs are not out of sight, I'll never, never know. And at that moment when I heard that, I didn't actually really know the score. I knew we were winning 1-0. I didn't know how the game was going. But as soon as I heard that, you just knew that Dundee United were going to score uh, in that time. Oh, and it's, it's incredible. Incredible. Like... I was I was sitting watching it and um, sitting watching it while and we're watching it and she goes about ten minutes to go. It's like I tell you, I, I wonder if all these chances Hibs will regret missing them because you know it's just been the way like recently Hibs will regret and I'm like hey, that's enough out of you, your heart. You know? <laughs> um, but five minutes go by and I went, she's right, eh? This is going to happen. This is like Dundee United are going to score a shan goal and lo and behold you know what was it like now he tries to play it to someone it gets cut out and it falls to the boy and he, he slots it home and he's just like what was that like Dundee United's first shot on target okay. it's, it's brutal but I mean Christian Deutsch has a Christian Deutsch game he misses umpteen chances in front of goal Martin Voyle does the same and you're just like I mean this bit somehow I think only one chance fell to him but that was outside the box and it was just Every single chance you thought, surely. But I mean, Seagrass was pulling off saves from, like, I think every oh, part of his body. Keeper was inspired that the first half. I, like, 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 unbelievable. It was the saves that, like, deflections were coming in and he was somehow just throwing an arm up and getting something on it. It was just, like, here, like, fair play, I take my hat off to him. But at the same time, that is just unforgivable from Ebbs. And you've got Martin Boyle coming out in the, in the paper saying that that could cost us at the end of the season. And, you know, I always remember, was it, uh, Gordon Strachan, after Scotland drew with Lithuania, won all at hand, and he said, look, at the end of the campaign, that could be a good point, or it could be a bad point. Scotland missed out by, two, like, a point to, to qualify into the playoffs. So it was a bad point. You know, you need to... You need to be taking points at home against these teams. Dundee United have been brutal for weeks and it's not good enough. But like, there's not much else that Jack Ross can do. And Hibs have created X amount of chances. They've had X amount of shots on target, but not putting the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. always going to He did deserve to win, but it's a bit of fortune with your goal. For McGuinness with that ball coming in. Because if... I think that's the only thing the keeper did wrong. <laughs> it's the only thing that Seagrass did wrong. Mm. He's just lost. Um, he's thinking that Dodge is going to get something on it, and it's like to be fair. How often do you see those goals uh, these days? That's that's sort of crept into football a lot more. They sort of floated across the back post and it, it curls all the way in. Mm. Um, but it's just you know it's just something that we've you know you can't even blame you know that's and people say. You know, I know at times maybe been a little bit critical at times of Jack, not critical, but 
sometimes maybe question. Same terms on now. Yeah, you know, just be Jack, you know, Jackie or Gaffer. Um, <laughs> no, but like we've been sometimes been a little bit critical of Jack Ross at times. Maybe try to play for maybe not finish teams off, but that that's that's down to the players on Saturday. You know, straightforward. Yeah. That that's nothing to do with tactics. Hibs should have won that game three four nil. That's three points, and it's looking again because I'm I'm a little bit nervous just now because that. You know, we were 2 0 up against Celtic. We draw 2 2. There's been a few times this season, like I've said before, we've not really killed killed teams off. Um, but I look at our next five fixtures, Callum, and I'm in there. I know I don't want to look too far ahead because we've done that before, you know, going on how what the thing's going to be the next five games. But Samirin tomorrow night, I think it's going to be a really tough game. The way that Samirin are, are on a great run just now. Um, Rangers away. I don't fancy us there. Ross County with uh, a new man. That's a write-off. With, with a with a new manager, with Ross County with a new manager, Yogi Hughes. Look at maybe come back, maybe put be a thorn in, a thorn in the side. Then it's Livingston down after that. I think Livingston will be a tough game with Martindale. He's done well at Livingston so far. And then it's Celtic. I just think it's a tough little stretch of games for Hibs. You're shaking your head. <laughs> look, you're shaking I'm, your head I'm, here, I'm, but I'm shaking my head. I'm I'm sorry, but I just think that that's a pessimistic lookout and like. Of what could go wrong? I mean, let's be honest. St. Mirren tomorrow, their good results have come at home. Like they've they've beaten Aberdeen at home. They've got a, a, a draw against Aberdeen at home. Fair enough. They beat Rangers, but I mean they didn't play full strength Rangers. They played like a sort of half strength Rangers in the League Cup. Um, you know, it was almost like Gerard wasn't bothered about the League Cup this year, but I don't know why the great chance for them to win their first trophy in their existence. But I think that it's just... It's, it's, it's one of those things, they've, they've been on a good run, but you're looking at... They beat Livy away, who have been absolutely brutal this year. Fair enough, in the last few weeks, they've picked up a couple of points, but who have they really beaten? They've not beaten any brilliant teams. So, I mean, Ross County are absolutely pitiful. And that's going to be at Easter Road. They're shocking. And look, Yogi getting the, the job there, his, his time in Scottish football has been and gone. I think that Yogi is not the saviour that uh, people seem to think he is. I think if, if you ask Scottish big fans, no, if you ask Wraith Rovers fans um, about John Hughes, etc., they will... I mean, let's be honest, they think that uh, Wraith Rovers hold John McGlynn in a higher esteem than um, John Hughes. So I think that that explains a lot about where Jokey is. I think, I, think, I, think, I think John I just, Hughes might do a, a good job up there. But some men in tomorrow. So, I mean, some men... Hughes left in a black cloud there, though. So Hughes, Ebbs will beat St Mirren tomorrow and then some, uh, sorry, the Boxing Day is an absolute free hit. It's a, it's a free hit away at Rangers. Mm-hmm. There's there's absolutely no pressure. Like Realistically, they should be taking three or four off Hibs. Um, but give them a wee fright uh, back in September. Can certainly do it again. We'll see what happens. But I think that, I think that optimistically and not even ridiculously looking at it, Hibs should be picking up three points tomorrow night Anything against Rangers is a bonus, and then Livy and Ross County put to the sword, and then Celtic. Well, that'll be um, at, uh, through there. Yeah. So Hibs, you're picking. Just, I, th- I think Hibs are picking points up at every single game apart from Rangers, and your next few wins <laughs> that are coming up because you'll beat. I think you're, 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 you're beating Simmerin, you're beating Livy, you're, you're hammering Ross County. Um, but you've got to take comfort in the fact that Hearts took. 
Celtic to uh, extra time with penalties because they are not a great side. So if, I'd be very surprised if he don't pick up points there. Yeah. <coughs> so he's a good enough side. You've yeah. just got to start. I think it's just a bit of self belief back in yourself. Nice to see him again. I know it kind of brushed over it there, but we spoke of this season of Callum about them. I think we spoke about it so much last week about players getting their first goals and things and. Perhaps a goal from McGuinness might be a good thing from from last weekend. Maybe have, give him confidence to truly really kick on. Um, yeah, we're talking about ridiculous contract lengths earlier there, and you know McGuinness signed a five year deal, so there's got to be something that's there. Um, I think that he's well, had a, uh, he's had a, he's had a tough start. Um, I'm still not sure where his best position is. Um, I'm not sure that Jack Ross knows that, but. Um, he's definitely made an impact in the last few weeks. He was good when he came on against Alloa and he was good on on Saturday there. So I think that your players there they need to like you say, once once you get your first goal you kick on. Dodge is the best example last year, but you know, I don't know who we've not had that scored one goal on the podcast this year and then gone on a run at four or five, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, fingers crossed, you know, fingers crossed. And actually, another player that seems to be getting a lot of mention recently, can we spoke about before, is is Melko Halberg. He seems to be playing a bit more. And I have, we've we've oh, yeah. we've, we've kind of liked the Halberg, but he seemed to never really be given a, a fair run of it, a fair you know, a few starts um, in a row or anything. You know, strange. But he was he was never he was never. Um, I don't know. I don't know why he, he, his face didn't fit last year. Mm. Brought Gogic in, and look, I like Gogic, but. Look, Gogic will be brilliant on Boxing Day at Ibrox. That is exactly where your Gogic should be spot on. He needs to play well there because, you know, let's be honest, Hibs are not going to have a lot of the ball. They need someone to step in and do something. When Hibs are going to have more of the ball, you need someone that's able to spread the play. Melker Halberg can do that. He's a better player. So, I mean, I would have Halberg starting tomorrow night and, to be fair, I'd probably go three on Saturday away at the Rangers I'd go 4-5-1 um, try and stifle them you saw that if Motherwell can do it for X amount of time why not yeah yeah. well the big performances from, from big players I think last time well one of the times I remember being through their calm was that uh, the start of last season where it was pitiful really wasn't it Um I don't, I don't want to talk about that yeah. let's move on um, well, well we mentioned it briefly about Hearts <laughs> then about, about players in the last uh Year of contract at Easter Road is it the, is it similar numbers quite a lot in the last year of contract? No, at I March, think it's but... I think it's like five or six. But yeah, um, Joe Newell's the big one. Yeah, um, he needs to be signed up. Although uh, Joe Newell frustrates me because some weeks he's like prime Chavi, and then other weeks other weeks he's just a Chavi like guy. Just a that, like, aye, that's that. <laughs> like, that's like I mean, I, I always I always remember. <clears throat> I went uh, through to Glasgow for the open day at Glasgow Uni and I think we just patched the uni off and we went to like Glasgow Green and got football we started playing about and this guy came over this like uh, guy he was overweight probably in his 30s etc basically looked like me now but he uh, came over and he was like he <laughs> <laughs> came over and was like oh go and let us have a game mate and we were like no no he was like oh I play for Rangers under 25 so I was like what? <laughs> Uh, and that's that's what Joe knows like when he's having a bad. Anyway, right on to um, Edinburgh City then, and conceding too many goals, conceding far too many goals. Eight goals conceded in the last three games. When you're conceding that number of goals, 
you know, you're not winning. You're not gonna. Yeah. You're not winning games. You're just. You're not gonna win games. You know, three last week against Queen's Park, three again at the weekend against Stone Albion. Um, I know you guys have read reports and watched the watched the highlights back. Um, we'll come to you first, Ross. It's it's just it's just defensively not good enough really at this moment in time. Nah, it's not. You can't. You can't. Uh, you can't afford to lose those kind of goals. I think the the first one. I've seen it too many times in City this year. A boy coming in for the side, cutting back. There's no one reacting apart from an attacker who hits the ball in the back of the net. Uh, you've got that one. The second, God knows. The second musical, one's embarrassing. They're, they're playing musical statues, I think, in the box for that one when it's came in. And the third one, considering Liam, Liam, um, Liam um, Henderson's up, Leah Henderson's attacking in the box. Like about to have a shot, he gets dispossessed. The ball goes up a couple of touches later, bang, it's in the back of the net for 3 0. And you're like, What the hell's this? Team's this. This isn't the team that played against Queen's Park and showed, showed a bit of bite to get back in the, the kind of title run. But I don't know, it was definitely a game of two halves for them. Um, they kind of pushed on for the second half from what I saw. But that first half showing that's. It's, it's, Simply not good enough, I don't think. Did it look like Embra City? Sorry, Cam. Did it look like Embra City really improved oh, in the. Uh, no, so did, did it look like Embra City improved in the second half, or did it look more like that, that still, still in Albion just sort of sat in a minute like we're 3 0 up um, will protect? Or did Embra City. Did, was there a lot more uh, positivity? I, I think there was a lot more positivity from Embra City because, mm. albeit they were. They definitely calmed down. I think still happy because you having they were restricting them to shots from distance. Um, a lot of the chances you had Liam, Liam Brown having a shot. Uzi C was trying over and kicks and stuff like that. They were getting closer. Um, <clears throat> I just think it, a couple of those chances go in. Yeah, yeah, right back in it. I think I think you have a look at the couple of goals that they scored. They were good finishes, but you've got to be able to finish a lot of the other chances as well. But sorry, Calma, cut in there. Uh, no, I was just I was just going to ask Byers this before before you did really, and I was Byers. Both of us at the start of the season said that we thought City could win that league and Queens weren't that good. Now I'm pretty much sitting here ten points behind, and I'm going. I think the league's done. Uh, I, 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 I can't. I can't. I, can't I was, that. I, can't uh, I was wondering. Now. I was wondering if um, you wanted to join me in changing the um, the opinion on that show. Yeah, I'm very much jumping chap as well. If Embers City aren't careful here, is, is, is even playoffs in in doubt? I, th- I think possibly. I think possibly. I think like, if you look at you've got Queens are on um, 23, um, you've got Elgin and I think still in Albion who are both on 18. And for the life of me, the team that are sitting fourth, two points above City, have gone out of my head completely. Um, so, <clears throat> so no. um, I, I, I genuinely couldn't tell you, mate. Honestly, I'm. I've, it's, it's gone completely. Yes. There we go. But yeah. <clears throat> well done, Bias. I just think that they've their Knowledge. home f- their home form this year, which has been the basis for the good good runs in the last two years, has been non-existent. Their home form this year is atrocious. <laughs> And I think it's I think it's one is it what one or two I think that's a new five. Well, look at that. They, they they put the new pitch in, and it's it's apparently a far better surface. But like it's almost as if the advantage that City had, knowing that they were playing on the the poor the poor pitch, and they knew how to play on it, 
and you've got teams that struggled, but now it's a level level playing field. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if it's just it's too much for City. I don't know what's going I, on. It's only, it's, I think it's only suited for the the Wenger boss personally. But <sighs> yeah, but I mean, look at look at you look at the stats here, Cam. You know. Goals for 20. I mean, they've scored 20 goals this season in nine games, so they're averaging over over two a game, but it's 13 goals conceded, you know, in nine games. So, well, <clears throat> I, mean, well, right? I mean, it's 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 15 and 8, you know, because they scored five and one. Yeah. You know, and four against that, I mean, and four against Annan, you know. You know, because I mean, if if you take if you take the three games against Queens Park, Annan, and Albion Rovers out of it, that's 12. <coughs> Um, mm-hmm. if my maths is correct that's 12 in um, 3 games so that means that they've scored 8 and 7 yeah no yeah. 8 and 6 yeah. well Christ, that was bad but yeah. um, I, I don't know look there's 18 games left I think that I don't know I don't know what the problem is because I don't think it's the manager I don't think it's the players um, I, I can't put my think normally you can sit there and go um, right well player X, Y and Z are not doing enough Mm-hmm. Or you can go. Oh, manager is trying to put round, uh, sorry, square pegs in round holes. You know, he's yeah. he's trying to do things that, or he's not getting enough out of the players, etc., etc. But I can't say that I'm seeing that with City. I can't say that McDonald's at fault. I can't say that uh, the players are struggling. And it's just it's a conundrum. You know, yeah. um, I don't get, Yeah, I don't want to get too carried away because actually, you know, the defeat to Stranraer, but off the back of that, they they went and you know four 0 against Annan win. 5-2 against Albion Rovers win, 3-3 away at Queen's Park. So they were, you know, seven points in three games. It was it was looking better. This result just, just totally caught us off guard and it was probably the manner of it to go 3-0 down at half-time, Cam. That's just... It's kind of more the manner of defeat, isn't it? To go 3-0 down at half-time is just yeah. disappointing. It's, it's, it's massively disappointing. I think that it's been a weird season um, for, for City this year. We have talked them up. They have had some great results and... Like, I'll, I'll be honest. I genuinely thought that um, you know if they, they'd taken the seven points and they they were going play, and I thought that if they'd won this weekend, then it was a massive game because they would have gone above Stirling Albion, yeah. and then they like <clears throat> so they would have been on the sixteen, Stirling would have been on fifteen, and it's like they're right within the mix there. And right now, I think that they're on the outside looking in, mm. you know. And I just I'm I'm not saying that the playoffs are over, but if they continue with this form. Then it certainly could. There needs to be a run of eight games, ten games without defeat. You know, there was there's only three games there. That's not good enough. It needs to be eight to ten games that City go on and really push on. And there needs to be some good wins in there. Yeah. And we don't we don't we're only saying this, Ross, because of the heights that City have hit in the last two weeks. In the last two years, sorry, isn't it? I don't think me and Callum are being unreasonable here that. We're expecting with 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 a squad that City have have assembled with it with the quality that they have. It's not unreasonable for me and for me and Cam to, or or Cam to be saying that they expecting you know maybe seven wins out of eight games. I don't think that's un. un- no, they've set they've set their own examples. I think at times. Yeah. They've pushed up and and been able to push up to that level. So I think they they'll know themselves that they're capable of bigger and better things than what they're doing. Uh, I'm just hoping it's <clears throat> as we said, just hoping something clicks. Within them for the next few weeks, and they, they push on. Uh, Scottish Cup on Scottish Cup, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, uh, so I, I, that. But I think once you get that, that that should be an easy enough win for them. But you've got to then, if they get a good win in that, you're hoping that confidence boosts them, and then they push on in the league because they're very much 
capable of being a lot better than what they are currently. Yeah. Uh, but I think home form has got to improve. No, Bayers, um, but obviously we'll, t- we'll talk about um, the game on Saturday and it's, it's Cali Braves, but it's almost a game that could really, I don't know, it could hurt them because Cali Braves are a team that um, just play an attacking brand of football. They want to get forward, they want to score goals. They could cause City problems given that City are conceding goals left, right and centre at this moment in time you know um, I'm not saying that Cali Braves are fantastic but they definitely have players in their squad that can hurt um, City but I mean I, th- I think that it could be a game this weekend that ends up like 5-3 you know I, I, hopefully. I genuinely do. I, I, hopefully the right way yeah I mean obviously when I'm saying 5-3 I'm, I'm, I'm wanting City to City to do well because I think um, our other teams in the Scottish don't exactly have a, a kind draw but I think that City really need to really need to put a marker down here mm-hmm. No, agreed. Agreed. Calibre, I think we'll, 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 well, yeah, I mean, Calibre this weekend. Wait, Calibre, you expect to put a marker down. Is that what you're, you're hoping? Well, uh, I'm, it's, it's what I'm wanting. Um, but like I, I was saying, I there, it's, it's a tough one. Because I think that, like, I mean, I don't know, like, Braves, Braves um, you know, we'll go on to speak about they got a 2 0 draw with Civil um, on, on Saturday there. They came from 2 0 down. They're, they're a team that just. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think that they. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like what, how to really say it without being like really, really detrimental to them. But it's like almost like like they don't care about like defending or anything like that. They just want to like kick the ball a bit and have some fun, and like they don't really care about a result or that. And that's why they like they they have results where they get beat like seven nil one week and then like eight nil the next and then win nine nil. Because I mean, like I think I think they got beat like seven two already this year, but they won. They beat Vale like nine 0 you know. So it's like that sort of ridiculousness in their in their play. But I just think that they go out and just well, it doesn't matter how many they score. We know that we're going to try and score. You know, it's it's it's, it's almost like a, a real live game of fives that they're like at elevens. <laughs> yeah, they've got they've got dangerous players, but I, I do fully expect uh, Embrace City to to come through that and. And hopefully, hopefully, get a good draw because City have kind of not really had a really good Scottish Cup draw where they get a big sort of money maker or are able to go on a big massive run. It was something I never really experienced when I was at the the club. I know we got to maybe third or fourth round one year. We got Queen of the South, but it, you know they were. Uh, that was just. That was like that was they, disappointing. They were they were class, but also it wasn't really one that kind of got you really that excited. So hopefully, City can can really get a good Scottish Cup run this year because. And we had Hamilton maybe the best that they've sort of had the last couple of years that last season maybe Callum but um, uh, it's, it's not it's not exactly a money spinner you no, know what I mean exactly <laughs> you want you're wanting you know Rangers away something like that yeah yeah okay then on to our Lone League sides and we'll go with uh, we'll go with Civil to start uh, we said that four points would be decent Callum but it, it for four to six points in these two games but it ends up being Two and it's disappointing because, well, they they were in prime it's position, games. prime position to have six, but they end up coming with two, so that's that's disappointing. It's it's not ideal. Yeah, I think that um, going through Coles, um, you know, two away games, they've, they've come back with like unbeaten, they've scored goals, etc. So I mean, there's there's positives to take, but yeah. At the, at the same time, you're, you're disappointed. Um, you know, what was it? <clears throat> 15 minutes to go when Coles got their equaliser and you're 2-0 up at um, half-time. Um, 
uh, at Braves, and you, you really just should be seeing that out. You know, and it's I don't know. I think um, it's disappointing. Like I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we build civil up to be I don't know more, but it's it's disappointing to see them come back from those two games with just the two points, and when it should have been six. Yeah, and I just I just think that you know this year especially that there's teams that are you know I think there's no reason why why we can I look at like likes of Gala for example this season and they they're going away to play season and picking up some fantastic wins this this season you know they they beat they beat Bonnet did they not yeah two one yeah uh, yeah no. you know and I've seen them do it so I just think. Just so far, you know, several have picked up some really good wins at home, some really good, you know, one one nil wins have ground out some really good results. But away from home, I'm yet to see. I don't know. I can't off the top of my head, but just so far, I haven't really gone away from home and really picked up a really good winner. I'm I'm not sure if that's been been the case so far, Cal. You're you're racking your brains there, but uh, certainly certainly not this season. Well, um, what was it? Four? No, three nil down at. Um, Vail. Is that Vail, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, just a bit, a bit disappointing, Ross, isn't it? To, to, just to be ahead in both games. I think Saturday probably more disappointing to be two 0 up away to Cali Braves, a team that are sort of in and around them. That'd have been a fantastic three points, but disappointing to come away with this, with just the one, isn't it? Aye, definitely. I think that you're going to be disappointed, regardless. I think to go away, as you say, to build up that lead, and you're thinking that's it, home and dry. And then for them to chuck that away, it's, it's going to be disappointing. It's a setback for them, but <clears throat> you just got to hope they've got enough in the the locker to kind of keep pushing on from these things. And you're going to get setbacks like that throughout the season. I think they're fortunate enough that it's going to be. I think Lowland are still doing a full fixture list. Um, yeah. Plenty of games for them to claw back points in there as well and keep pushing up to. To where they need to be. So, the positive for me though, Calm was uh, Ross Guthrie back after his uh, hamstring injury, and you've got you know Jordan Hopkins, Hopkinson getting more minutes. I know he, he's probably still not quite up to match fitness. John Dunn uh, returned at, at the weekend, so players for them are starting to come back. You know they're missing them for a, for a number of weeks, so there is still positive. And like you see, Calm, they're going away. They're scoring goals away from home, so it's just kind of stop giving away maybe yeah. cheap, cheap goals, and it and it, it will it, it will look a lot better. There are, there are positives there, 100%. And I feel like if there ever is the, the once-in-a-blue moon where Civil have a full-strength squad, <laughs> um, I'd love to see that that um, absolute miracle happen because it would just be it would just be glorious to see. But I think that um, it's, it's unlucky. I think it's disappointing because it would have been so much better had they taken the six points. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Um, Elgin this weekend, though, Scottish Cup, Boxing Day. Um, Australian back's going to be decent. Oh, if, yeah, it's uh, tough, and it? it's the team that are second in the league. It's one of the nicest places to go after Christmas. No, it's, it's not. It's it's not. It's not ideal. What you've got to hope is. Elgin have a, a Christmas hangover and Civil can get a wee bit of luck etc but um, it's, 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 it's not the boxing day that you want um, mm. and uh, it's not not ideal but I mean hey, it's the Scottish Cup there's the magic of the Cup there's always one wee shock why not why can it not be here 
Mm. And there will be, and there will be no fans, of course. When we spoke about it last week, about the, they'll be sharing the uh, gate, but not, there'll be no fans. Well, that that'll that'll weekend. certainly play into Simmel's hands. You know, the thousands that would have descended on Borough Briggs there, um, that would have been Show there. The population to completely is about two hundred. Uh, <laughs> there we are. Um, on to the uni because uh, they were playing the weekend, and well, just kind uh, of two games, two games, two games, three um, nil and nine nil. Yeah, no, no. Look, look, it's 3-0 and 9-0, but I mean, look, going through uh, New Dundas Park and coming away with a 3-0 defeat midweek isn't uh, isn't a disgrace. No. And East Kilbride have players that can hurt, hurt you. You know, we've seen that East Kilbride and BSC have racked up uh, a decent score at East Bethel Mill so far this season. But there's, like, let's be honest, East Kilbride were smarting after losing to Spartans in the Scottish Cup. Yeah. They need to put something. Um, I think they need a big squad, etc. So it's it's a disappointing one. But again, it's it's not something that Edinburgh Uni are going to be judged on at the end of the season. No, exactly. And a big one for them this weekend, actually. I know I've kind of jumped back to the Lone League action, but their Lone League action against their Uni rivals still in Uni. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a... Well, it's well, a it's, battle of unis. It's, it's a tough game. Yeah, Sterling Uni Kelly just there. Yeah, uh, but I mean, Sterling Uni have had some good results. They've put some good performances against the bigger teams. Um, <clears throat> I think that uh, the way Geddes has got them playing, they're, they're not doing too badly. But I think that um, Edinburgh Uni were able to get, like, they were able to pick up points in this last year. You know, I think it was at the first season that we did the podcast, and I think Sterling won four one, five one, and four nil in the three uni games. But um, they were able to pick up a point, I'm sure, through um, through their last season. So I think that look anything, anything. I mean, this this could be a classic. Uh, both teams absolutely um, hung over, and we'll see what happens. Eh? You can never trust students, so we'll see what happens. Do <laughs> <laughs> you support Cam? You've got a, oh, that, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, the, the my podcast or, or my university, you know. I mean, still in oh, what 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 a few years I had there, but um, no, I have to have to be loyal to the podcast, of course. And uh, lastly, because there were no games for for the weekend, they had their their week off. Um, the Venger bus was parked up. That was it for that no, week. No, the, no, the, the Venger bus got a flat tire during the week. And, <laughs> um, unfortunately, because well, I think Spartans actually went down to 10 men, but it was a bit of a um, crashing back down to earth uh, defeat from from Kelly 4 0. Um, no right. ideal, but hey, um, the way Spartans have been playing recently, let's not focus on one result. Defining their season, it's it's all about bouncing back, um, and it's a it's a good game this weekend for them to have. Yeah, away to Stranraer, so a team that are just above um, just above City in the league actually, um, fifteen points for them so far this season. Players with in their team that have got lower league experience. I think Vittoria's there mm-hmm. used to be at uh, East Kilbride, and they've got Peyton. Is that no? Uh, wait, is Vittoria not at Pardon? Victoria has a restaurant on Leith Walk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's where we normally go for please. the boys. <laughs> <laughs> the boys' Christmas meal there. The alright enough, right? But the uh, no, no, they've got Victoria used to be at Jal Victoria used to be at East Kilbride. I think Peyton, Tom, Tamor. So 
players there that will yeah, know. The, the good players. Yeah, good players, good players. So this, this will be a tough game for Spartans. I think a few years ago, Spartans went down there in a cup and they got absolutely demolished. I can't remember what it was, but um, one of these... Uh, I, can't, I can't see it being much different, to be honest. You think a comfortable win for, for Sundar? Um, uh, I think it's a very comfortable win for Sundar. I think Sundar are on a good bit of form at the moment. Sundar took four of Albion Rovers. Sorry, I interrupted there, Baz, but they took four of Albion Rovers at the weekend. Mm-hmm. So... I think they're sharing the goals about as well so I think but that, uh, th- there's no reason why if you can beat East Colbride you can't you can't go through and do the job at, at, at Stranach it's going to take you know every Spartans player is going to have to play 9s and 10s they're going to have to bring the same you know level of performance <coughs> that they had against East Colbride and probably probably higher and they're going to have to hope that Stranach have an off day and that, but and if that is the case then I think Spartans have a, have, a, have a they have at least got a, they have got a chance. Well, everyone's got a chance, but the beauty of the cup, like, as we've said before. I mean, if Hearts can get to a cup final, there's no reason. Right, why... <laughs> Let's not put that. kick a man when he's down, eh? He's just to be great in there. <laughs> um, right, we're actually. Oh, well, we're actually very much running out of of time. Um, right, quick. Uh, puzzler Podcast puzzler Favourite part of a Christmas dinner Go Stuffing Everything Absolutely everything I love it Stuffing for like, me um, There's like There's nothing that I hate About Christmas dinner I love Piling my plate As high as I can And scanning it all Because I'm a big I fat can, bastard can see <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah Stuffing Strong Parsnips Strong you you love parsnips. Aye. I tell you, I'm I'm going I'm going to the um, my girlfriend's for Chris, uh, my girlfriend's parents for Christmas dinner, and um, apparently they have more than three courses. So I'm in my absolute element. Apparently, there's a soup course, a starter, a main, and a dessert. I cannot wait. Aye, but really, a soup is a starter. Well, that, aye, but there's soup then a starter. I can't wait. I'm going to have a great day on Friday. Yeah, but Cal, I'm just sorry to to uh, pee in your conflicts, but. I've got a feeling it'll be cheese board dessert, eh? Oh, well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I'll, I'll, yes, I will have, I'll have, I'll have the crackers. I'll have the crackers. Uh, Leave it butter yeah, crackers. crackers. Uh, right. I, I'll give you that. I'll Predictions. You that. Predictions. Um, straight to it. Rangers versus Hibs. Uh, 3-1 Rangers. 5-0 Rangers. I like Jesus. Uh, four four one Rangers then. Uh, hearts here. Uh, two one Hearts. Three nil Hearts. I'll go two nil Hearts. City v Cali Braves. Four two City. Four one City. Four nil City. Four nil City. Um, Elgin Civil. Um, 4-1 Elgin 5-1 Elgin I'll go 3-0 Elgin Stranar versus Spartans uh, 4-1 Stranar 6-0 Stranar <laughs> Jesus Jesus, Jesus. Uh, I'll go f- I'll go 3-1 Stranar and Stirling versus Edinburgh Uni Desmond 
Desmond. Double Desmond. Double Desmond. Go on, go on. Three one still in your name. Disgraceful. Right. Guys and our listeners have our uh, have a great Christmas. And I uh, and we'll catch up uh, we'll catch up next week at some point. Uh, before before the new year. Okay. Just like to echo everyone. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. I yes. Hope you don't eat as much as calm at Christmas Day. I don't think it's physically possible. I do not think it's physically possible. For, they can try, but no, I don't think they can.